Hello and welcome to Grelanters Australia podcast. Pull up a seat, crack a beer and join us as we reminisce, reflect, assess, speculate, commentate and dissect all things comics and collectibles. Hello and welcome back to uh, Grelanters podcast. I think we've had a, let's call it a winter or autumn break for <laughs> two and a half months because of various people having COVID, but uh, we're back. It's myself, Ben, and uh, we've got a special guest, Gareth. Welcome, Gareth. Thanks so much. Hello, Gareth. How are you? Hey Ben, hey Neville. Hey, You're man. coming into us from Ireland, so that's small hours in the morning. Yep, and so, it's beautiful weather here. Yeah, I can imagine your weather's good at this time of year. Well, I'm sitting here with a. I, I was outside with a smoker and barbecue, so it's about what five or six degrees out there. So I probably just wow. smell like a wood fire at the moment, but um, that's all right. We're good. We'll survive. We'll survive. But uh, yeah, thanks, man. I appreciate the time difference is a bit crazy, so. It's, yeah, you might, might have just finished your cereal, <laughs> but you're on the call. <laughs> Thanks for having me on. Yeah, no, this is, uh, this is, it's early in the morning, but. Yeah. Oh uh, man, you're on a monster energy drink. That's, yeah. that's, that's uh, that, that'll start give you a morning. kick, right? Yeah. yeah. So to the podcast listeners, you're a hunk of man meat. What do you weigh? 110? You look like you're massive. Oh no, I'm, tr- I'm trying to lose, uh, lose a bit of fat at the moment. So I'm down not, there's 90. a lot of fat there, man. I'm 89. 89. So he actually weighs so, less than me, but I'm more fat. I'm more flabby, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we, we, um, we, we shan't talk about what I'm tipping the scales at at the moment. Thank you very much. So it, it, as uh, it happens, myself and Ben live in the same suburb. So we bump into each other in the gym and just judge each other for about an hour and then uh, mm-hmm. go back to our normal mm-hmm. lives. <laughs> I miss that. COVID yeah. ruined all of that. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Uh, what do you just home gym or something? Yeah, yeah, home gym. And yeah. I'm out in the I'm in the middle of the country, so there's very little real rural countryside. Nice man. There's, so yeah, how did, how did you end up, up where you window. are? So, so for context, obviously people will pick up. You got a bit of a Safar accent still. I uh, do. How, how I did do. you end up in Ireland in rural Ireland of all places? So two years ago, in the height of COVID. Uh, my wife got the opportunity to move across as a transfer to, she works with Amazon to move yeah. over and we'd been waiting to get out. So yeah. yeah Where were you in South plunge. Africa before you move out? So originally I went to Pretoria Boys High and uh, worked in jo- Johannesburg and then moved down to Cape Town in preparation yeah. for the move. For the move, over. yeah. Hmm. So a little bit of everywhere, yeah? So, a little and bit, you, yeah. And you say your brother also collects and he's still there. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, nice, he man. does. Nice. Uh, <laughs> more comics, not, more uh, comic, not statues. Not statues, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think I think let's lay the lay the um, foundation for what we're going to talk about. You are surrounded at the moment at the back behind you, and it's called Gaz's Comic Cave. I remember when you were posting videos of you. You painted that place yourself. You kind of fitted it out yourself, right? So this is a this is a new place. And I'll I'll tell you about that just now. But yeah. this is the comic cave. So, um, one of one of the local business owners in Ireland. I said to him, I want to help increase tourism and just over summer do something for three months to help charities. Yeah. And because this is my passion, he said, yeah. "Well, 
you know, I'm not using this room, this function room. So you can have it, bring your stuff up. And nice. um, so, yeah, all the money that yeah. for people who come Cause, in. Because you only um, set that up in the past four or five weeks, right? Yeah. The one yeah, where you're now. Very the, recent. The comic curve, yeah. The, the comic right. curve. So let's step back a little bit. While you're on the podcast, yes. you have a Guinness, Guinness World Record, right? I do. I have. I recently got the world's largest Deadpool collection uh, from yeah. Guinness World Records. That is fucking wow. massive. So I happen to be talking to Blake Morgan, who's also in Grey Lancers, who thinks he's got Australia's largest one. And I'm like, well, you know what? If Facebook and Twitter is going to be in a cage match, that you two should be in a cage match to uh, decide who's got the biggest collection. I don't think he was up for that. <laughs> I need to screw that over a bit. But, uh, dude, that is massive. So Guinness World Record for largest Deadpool. Thank you. List. When did you start collecting this? Was it back in South Africa already? It was. It was. I think it was in about 2006 when I started collecting Deadpool items and I just kind of fell in love with the character. And it was small then. I mean, I would go to ZB's. You might remember a little yeah, yeah, shop. One and... of the ZB's guys live up the road from me. I bought his collection really? from him. Yeah, I can't remember his name. Wow, okay. Sean, maybe. Um, yes, I, and I would try and get stuff from Mile High. and But comics weren't really a big thing back then. And I remember I got the Marvel Select figure. And I was really excited because it was the unmasked version of it. Yeah. But I had a small shelf with figures on yeah, top yeah. of it and some graphic novels. And um, yeah, so I started then and slowly over time um, grew it, nice, <laughs> I man. guess. And with a rand and the exchange rate, it must have cost you an arm and a leg in South Africa because I left there around 2007 and it was already like nine rand to a dollar and now it's like 20. Yeah, I know. Now, now it's ridiculous. I mean, you, you'd really struggle. I don't think I realized... It wasn't that bad, you know. Yeah, yes, it yeah. was getting progressively worse. Yeah, yeah. Um, but comics weren't terrible back then. Yeah. Um, and with shops, you could get back issues and still, you know, at, at pretty good prices. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I was happy, happy enough to to start collecting then. And every time I came across something, I just picked it up. Yeah, it looks pretty wow. impressive behind you, though, man. You got you got life size statues you. there. You've got. That, is that the one fourth scale behind you in the box in the display case on the left? Oh, uh, that's the one and three scale Venom pool. Venom pool. It's the geez. PCS. It looks Venom, chunky. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's a big dude. I think he weighs about 140 kgs. <laughs> so, yeah, he's solid. Wow, man. And a statue behind you as well? Uh, so, these statues here, that's the Heat Seeker and the Lady Deadpool and Deadpool with Kidpool next to it. So I've kind of done them. I've set it up so you would have the a little Deadpool, Deadpool core. nuclear fan. Nuclear yeah, fan. exactly. With squirrel pool <laughs> and squirrel. dog pool. <laughs> then uh, you've got the IKS Deadpool 1 and 4 scale and then the XM Studios version B 1 and 4 scale. Nice, man. So uh, yeah. really, but, but I, I love them. I, I absolutely appreciate that this is your Deadpool focus collection, but you obviously collect other stuff as well, yeah? Yeah, huge yeah. Uh, Lobo fan, like massive Lobo fan. Yeah. So the same thing I've done like with every Pretoria boys, my... yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> as everything ever produced of Lobo, I yeah. I was able to get my hands on from the plush toys to the that's incredible comics and the action figures and Lego and everything. So yeah, big Lobo fan. Oh, it's okay. I'm curious to know, man. Like you, you know, like you, you've got 
the world's biggest collection. At what stage do you think, hmm, I might have the world's biggest collection here? <laughs> is it? Is it when your wife you... complains? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, that happens. That happens uh, pretty regularly. Oh, there's um, so much I want to dig into about this. But go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, no, she's awesome, man. And it was yeah. great because she had. Uh, she also had a, a good corporate job, and it was never a thing of you know what are you doing with like why did you spend so much it was more hey it's your money <laughs> you do what you like i got my money i'll do <laughs> what i want um until i showed her what a signed cgc of new mutants 98 i think i got a 9.6 signed by stan lee rob leafield bob mcleod um and fabian and oh, that's a, that's i showed her what it was worth so, so yeah, but the problem well, was that I paid, I paid, yeah, and I paid, uh, two hundred or three hundred and fifty dollars for it, Jeez. and I mean, so so now you look at it, that's nothing, yeah. um, but to her that was like almost five thousand or six thousand rand, yeah, and she was like, on a comic book in plastic, <laughs> just this, mm. and then I showed her what it was actually worth. You know, maybe a year or two later, and she was like, "Okay, I get it. There's yeah, something yeah. to it." Yeah, yeah, uh, um, yeah. So, <laughs> uh, I, I, I suppose this is my one love: Lobo and Deadpool. I obviously love comics. I, I've seen some of the stuff you guys put up, and it's phenomenal. Um, yeah. And then vintage figures, because okay. I'm 42 years old now, so I tried to collect. All the Thundercats, all the He Man, all the like Brave Star, <laughs> yes. Bionic yeah. Six, Battlestar, um, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. great. Dude. So, so yeah, one day I'm hoping to maybe have a toy museum, yeah, where yeah. I can showcase it all properly. Yeah. Are you are you can come in. Are you OCD in the oh. sense that it needs to be complete and have all the accessories, or you just as much as I can upgrading as you go? Mm-hmm. I do. I upgrade because I can't afford the you know, mints and box yeah, collectibles, yeah, yeah, or especially the sometimes, yeah, trying to find astral moat monster or some of the really like what was the the berserkers from Thundercats are just yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Um. So when they come up at at a price that I can afford, I pick them up, mm. and again, I think it's within reason because I'm a dad, and uh, you know, yeah. your kids come first. Yeah. This is just your hobby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as the kids don't touch the stuff, yeah. Obviously. Your kids, we well, haven't yeah. made because I see your son's very involved in your videos too, right? He is. Yeah, he yeah. Is. So he I've loves. Quite a few of the kno- That's amazing. Oh, thank you. He knew every superhero character from yeah from two. He'd walk around going Hulk, Captain yeah, America, God, Green Lantern, cool. Wonder Woman. Yeah. So, that's yeah. no, awesome. Yeah. Excellent. So yeah, you've been in Green Lanterns for a while. You pretty quiet in there obviously but um you are there and i tag you every now and then stuff i am yeah um you've obviously seen some of the stuff do you you just sit there and scoff at us commoners who don't have that extent (laughs) (laughs) no no not at all i think it's amazing to see the passion and it doesn't matter what you collect i've had people walk in here who collect phone cards yeah and the minute you ask them, so what do you collect? And their eyes light up oh, and yeah. they're telling they you about tell you their when they, I know, and when they got this and why and who they met. And 
you realize it's just something special. It's it's that commonality that all collectors have. Yeah, yeah. And it's really awesome. So it doesn't really matter if what you collect, yeah. as long as you're passionate about it and it makes you happy and proud of your collection, I think it's amazing. Yeah. So with the Guinness World Record thing, is it like, did they actually come there with a clipboard and count your collection and document what you have? Or did they just kind of... No, so so this started in 2016. I thought I had the world record and I submitted what I could because the file sizes were just, it was too big. I think I had a 18 gig file that I needed to get through to them. What? And, oh, I'd taken pictures and categorized because yeah. you have to have everything, you know, documented properly. And back then there wasn't really a way to do it. I mean, I don't think Dropbox was around yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was really hard to, especially like, eighteen gigs, right? Yeah, well, I wanted to send them off. Uh, you brought South Africa's like internet a, a CD <laughs> or something <laughs> yeah. like burnt to tell them, okay, yeah, this yeah. is what I have. And, yeah. Um, but then it turned out that I didn't have the the world record because yeah. they had to when they came back to me, they said, well, their items like Gwenpool and other comics where it was a Deadpool variant or Deadpool was part yeah, of it, like okay. the X-Force yeah. or uh, yeah, yeah. the Cable Run. So it's kind of like, an extension, sorry. not purely Deadpool. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Exactly. It has yeah. Deadpool has to be the main character and pure yeah. focus. Yeah. So if, and, you, if you didn't have it, someone else had it, which suggests to me that you have some sort of collector nemesis somewhere. Yeah, yeah. There's, like a, there's like an anti-gatherist somewhere in like yes, yes. East Europe. In the multiverse. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, funny story. He's toppling, he's thwarting your uh, demise. He's, 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 he's plotting your demise. He's just, I just need five more things and then the title shall be mine again. <laughs> I, I think I actually met him and I think he's messaged and he's liked the videos. Um, yeah. And he's a guy in New York City who, oh, right. who collects crazy, amazing collection. Um, and I take my hat off. Again, like for me, it's less about, oh, he's going to beat me. More about, wow, that's so cool. I can yeah. see how passionate is, he is about the collection. And he has stuff that I probably, I won't be able to afford every new Deadpool pair of shoes that comes out. Yeah, Or yeah. he'll have access to certain shirts and things that I never would. Yeah. Um, but really nice to Yeah, being in New York, yeah, so when, you're at an advantage, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then when I got yeah. to chat to him, he was just uh, a really nice guy. Uh, there's no animosity um, from either of our sides. Yeah. No, that's cool. Good, good. What about Rob Liefeld? Didn't he throw his head in the ring and say, look, by proxy, he should have the biggest collection because he's got original arts and stuff? Uh, he did. Um, but he wasn't nice about it, which was kind of sad. And yeah. I, so I reached out I, to I him. I can imagine he's probably just defensive about it, right? No, not at all. So I reached out to him many years ago and I sent him pictures of the collection going, hey man, I am such a huge fan. Yeah. Like it's, it was that whole thing of never meet your heroes because yeah, yeah. I, I was full blown fanboy going, you know what? You're amazing. The character you created, he's, yeah, yeah. he's, he's epic and here take a look at my pictures like and i had these cabinets that i had custom made um of like all the different things back then and the only thing i got back was i have more 
he didn't even say what a day that's really cool man yeah. or nice collection yeah. or you know it's so good to meet a fan it was just i have more and then he just left it and i was like that was really sad yeah for me i think that was that that and uh, that's where you made it your mission to beat him in the world record no <laughs> i'm no, joking i'm joking no, like, he's just too nice a guy you know what i just i wish i wish he was i just wish he was nicer um yeah. like fabian who actually came up with the humor behind it yeah. um he's really he's been really nice yeah um and i think that's that's the part of deadpool i love the most yeah is that quirky humor and yeah um so that's that you, was that, my. I mean, it shows because if Lobo's your other favorite, same thing, right? He's got that he's dark the humor with the Deadpool character of the yeah. DC universe. Yeah, he yeah. that anti-hero. Yeah, I love Dog. Um, so yeah, I think, uh, but it was definitely his humor that drew me to the character. Yeah, it's those like you think about that in in terms of the creator. You know, whether um you have uh, they give birth to the character, but then you know that's just it's the smallest part of the process. Then the the, the character develops and it, it 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 gives life to itself. All the yes. people around it, the fans around it, you know, give life to it. So it's a you know, it's a case of people like you which make the character as well. If that makes sense. True. I think Ryan Reynolds has like really opened them up. Not only is he a household name now, but he added so much to the character. I mean, yep. just that humor, just the constant quips. Uh, yeah. And I, 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 I could not imagine a better person to play the role. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, the fact that he's a fanboy is just amazing. The longevity, the longevity of the character is definitely, um, it's pretty much written in, written in stone at the moment, right? Because mm. everybody knows who Deadpool is. Who knows how many movies they'll make beyond the one they're currently doing. Um, and there's just going to be a generation of younger kids who grow up and become you and want to buy all the toys and all the comics as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I yeah. think that relevance will always have a certain level of appeal um, and demand, which is great. I think yeah, it's really, certainly really broaden the audience. You think, you think pre-Deadpool movies, what the fan base was like versus post-Deadpool movies. So, you know... Um, but but the Deadpool looked, movies directly resulted in a lot of humor being injected in non-traditional mm. funny characters, like mm. Thor comics were never funny back in the nineties. Or, yeah, mm. but James Gunn made it funny. Got, got into the galaxy, he made funny. And there's a lot to be said that I think to a degree they realize people find an appeal in it and enjoy it. And because of yeah, that, I they think were it's just that... pushing it into the other movies to try and replicate yeah. that success. Well, you, you have a formula and you sort of you, you copy it, don't you? But like mm. that type of levity, you know? Yeah. Because how, how serious are you supposed to take this stuff? <laughs> it's it's their fantasy figures, you know? They're yeah. what we aspire to, but they're still fantasy figures. And I, I think that that, um, that that type of levity, that type of gag sort of shines a bit of a mirror in it. And that's what's so appealing. Yeah. But you, yeah. you look, it's and it just seemed like the perfect... Because I, I get the sense, especially... Uh, especially with him, it didn't work out, say for Green Lantern, but just it just fit, you know, with um, yeah, with Deadpool, yeah. And I think Deadpool, the fact that they were brave enough to say, oh, Look, let's make it for grown ups, let's make it violent, let's make let's have jokes about dicks and tiny hands, and you know, they they actually went a lot further than traditionally a comic movie would have gone, and that opened up a total different audience for them, 
Yeah, well, you see the extent. But that, that. that goes back to how the comics were written. So Gareth yeah. would know this. Like a lot of the comics were dark and funny and um, it translated well. I agree. I think, uh, but how the character evolved from, well, the New Mutants run and even Circle Chase into the Daniel Way run. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He found his humor. He found his step. And then, you know, it just exploded i mean if you the the newest stuff with shikler or jeff the land shark who has to be like my new favorite cute marvel character what, what's uh, it called jeff the land shark yeah i haven't seen uh, that oh, i haven't seen it jeff uh, so they came out with a one shot uh called it's jeff so jeff is a little land shark i will show you a picture of him yeah i need and, to see that i'll google it yeah. awesome he's like a little baby shark it's about this big like a dog yeah. Yeah, yeah, four legs. Um, <laughs> <don't know>. but... <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, um, yeah, I think as far as this goes, I just wanted to say um, this comic cave that I've set up now, all the charity, all the money that's going to is going to Eska House, which is uh, for abused women and support services for families okay. and for. Uh, dogs trust island because we are huge like dog lovers like our our dog is treated like a princess at home yeah uh-huh. and, yeah, and a lot, we have uh, a lot in common <laughs> yeah, yeah and i've seen the, i've seen your you post about the dogs. howard household yes <laughs> and I can, well, I've, I've seen i've seen the posts you and a lot i love the dogs yeah. uh yeah and yeah so i think that was and if Ryan Reynolds can come visit, that would be my. Well, he goes over there for soccer now, right? So for Wrexham, so close enough. Yeah, and he's bought a there. house in Wrexham, I think. So yeah. he is a helicopter ride away from here. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, and, and, and that... you probably have a, enough space there for a helipad anyway. Oh yeah, out in the parking lot. I mean, this <laughs> <laughs> I, this is really rural island. Yeah. There's very little around. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. But I think I'd love people to start coming from the rest of Ireland to come check this yeah, out. Yeah. So in terms of the exhibition, obviously you guys worked on it, um, and I saw you were on one or two of the radio stations to promote it when it yeah. when it launched. How's the reception? Yeah. Been? Has it been really good? Like you're getting people in the door. You're getting people who don't know who Deadpool is, like coming in and be like, "Oh, no!" I this? think everyone who's come through knows who Deadpool is, and. Whether it's the moms who know it's Ryan Reynolds or whether it's the kids who've played <laughs> him in Fortnite and have Fortnite skin uh, uh, yes, yeah, yeah. and seen the Amazing Spider-Man or Ultimate Spider-Man episode of Deadpool, everyone kind of knows who Deadpool is. And that's, for me, I think it's it's phenomenal because I was always, when I first started liking Deadpool, he was one of those fringe characters that would pop up in random places. Yeah, Kind of the same as Howard the Duck and... I yeah. like those weird characters. Yeah. Rocket Raccoon before he was big, Taskmaster, yeah, uh, Dupe. So I would collect like comics of those really the, weird, strange the, characters that Ambush weren't bug? mainstream. Ambush Bug. Yeah, Gnort? yeah, yeah. I, I know Ambush Bug. Gnort. <laughs> so, so I, I never collected them though. Like yeah, yeah. For for Howard the yeah. Duck and Taskmaster, I did the same as Lobo. Like I would buy everything I could get my hands on. Yeah. Just because, like, they'd have their own little shelf. Yeah. No, that's cool, man. And that's cool. Yeah, because yeah. I just, I just had to throw back to the ambush bug stuff of the eighties where he broke the fourth wall, so he'd be on the cover talking yes. to the reader and that type of stuff. And it was always 
just the level of quirkiness that came with came with it. And then they'd intentionally match him up with in comics with Superman to absolutely offset this godlike person with this stupid little dude in a in an oversized uh-huh. yeah. No, it's cool. That's cool. And how are you how are you collecting like like now? Are you still actively looking and uh, things pop up and you go, I need to grab that or um yeah. for us it's it's a little it's a little weird over here. We're a little, you know, um away from that collecting universe. So most stuff will, will be through mail order, that type of thing. You find that that Ireland is a good base to to be expanding the collection from. Um do you buy by the UK or by the US? That's a great yeah. question because unfortunately it really isn't. So oh, really? Ireland or no, and it's hard because Ireland is or the part of Ireland I'm in is EU. So yep. Getting stuff from UK, which is the biggest base outside of America, um, I have to pay customs and ridiculous yeah. customs prices on. Oh, geez. And then shipping. And the comic market here isn't as big as I thought it would be. So I would actually say the South African market is bigger than wow. the Irish comic market. Yeah, But it, isn't um, it because the UK markets had a tendency to just pivot towards their own creations and their own stuff like 2000 ADs and all that type of stuff. So they're they, not they, as they, influenced is... by the American stuff. That's interesting. I've never thought about it that way. So there is a, there is a love for that, but if you look Who, at the comic cons here, yeah. Well, yeah. Dr. Who there's always like the, the comic cons here are fantastic. Um, and there's a lot of cosplay, but I, I still think in terms of Marvel and DC, Ireland isn't a super rich country. Mm. Whereas, you know, UK, you'd have people with more disposable income. So here people live a very good lives, don't get me wrong. But there isn't that level of disposable income to just throw at, you know, a thousand dollar statues. Or yeah. so it's not gonna be like your collector's market for high end stuff or big comics isn't going to be that big. You know, you're going to have a couple of handfuls of people who have collections like this or have been collecting comics for 20 years. And when you, when you finally meet them, you can sit down and talk for hours and have coffees and it's great, but I don't find them very often. Whereas obviously in the UK, there's a bigger market. And yeah. US. So in terms of convention circuits, are there conventions that come around to Ireland often, like once a year, twice a year or something? Or do you have twice to a year? To, yeah. Twice a year we have Dublin Comic Con and yeah. those are fantastic. I mean, twelfth of August now we have Linda Hamilton coming. I'm excited because she's in being Stranger Things season five. Yeah. Uh yeah. We have um so it's the usual Comic Con lot. Yeah. But then what I found out is that every university kind of has their own small little con often focused more manga anime but um so if you go to each university town you'd find little cons like that you can attend yeah so that is interesting isn't it because you know ours is the the, just the tyranny of distance over here in oz but you think yours is sort of these geopolitical lines in the sand you might be very very close to yeah. something like the UK, but you may as well be a thousand miles away <laughs> in terms of getting access to the material now, especially when you're talking about True. you know post post Brexit and all of that. Um, yeah. 
It complicates exactly. matters, eh? It really does. And 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 there, while there's no physical border and people can drive up and down and go through, it really has changed the landscape. Brexit. You've been smuggling um, comics, haven't you? Yeah, I was just going <laughs> to say, do you have a postbox north of the border? I was so tempted to, but um, obviously with citizenship here, like we still haven't visited Northern Ireland. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I'm dying to go see the Game of Thrones tour. Yeah. Um, but, and while we can drive, you know, I would need a visa, which is about, you know, a hundred euros each for just our family. To just up, to up the road. Just to drive. Yeah. Like wow. three hours up. That is complicating. So we're not willing to take any chances. Yeah. It's just uh, at the moment, it's getting yeah, our lives set. Playing good. Yeah, correct. And, yeah, and I mean, yeah. long-term game, you, you'll be fine. You know, give, give it how long does it take to get your citizenship there? Five years. Okay. I mean, before standard, you can apply. Standard, yeah. Exactly. So talk about Dublin gone. Um, you bumped into a fellow Aussie over there, apparently. I did. Jamie Johnson. What yeah. a legend. Yeah. I actually, uh, yeah, I was hanging really up nice out with him in Sydney last week. And uh, he actually reflected on it again. But you tell the story. <laughs> oh, no, because I, I, saw, I saw your post. And I saw someone like the art that he had done on, yeah. with because you had Kevin Eastman. Yeah, yeah, that's con. right. Yeah, yeah. So we had Kevin Eastman yeah. and Freddie Williams for Teenage Mutant yeah. Ninja Turtles. Yeah, and uh, and um, Jamie was sitting right next to them because he's done Last Ronin and stuff. So yeah. uh, it was good, good catching up. Um, but yeah, so you bumped into him, um, and he's like, I "Did yeah." Well, I I saw his prints you know a month before he had posted on the group saying you know he has these prints yeah and i mean i love his stuff he was he walked in there wearing a last ronin shirt uh yeah. and i so huge fan still limited budget so yeah. i i had to look over like i wanted to do an interview with him and talk to yeah. him about the stuff but i couldn't i couldn't afford all the stuff i wanted yeah from his store uh but he was nice enough to do uh Blood splatter variant on one oh, of yeah. the last battle round covers. It's called, it's called yeah, battle, battle damage. damage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and they look great. Such they a nice the red guy. On the, on the grey white colors. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, good, good lad. It's amazing talent. Yeah. Just I've watched him and his work, and really good dude. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he, he's like he sends me a message. He's like, so I'm sitting in Ireland at a comic convention. A big South African walks up to me and's like, "Hey, do you know Neville?" <laughs> <laughs> he's like what the fuck do all South Africans know you it's <laughs> <laughs> such a laugh that's such a laugh ah. yeah so do you do you get back home much or you're there now are you are you sending electricity your to your brother in the post oh, that's <laughs> yes unfortunately South Africa is is having a rough time yeah. at the moment um no I just had a daughter uh she's about six months old and yeah. congratulations I don't man. Thank you. Uh, yeah, sleepless nights. And mm -hmm. um, I do not see me going back, not with her. Um, yeah, you gotta... I think it's that paranoid fear yeah. where I probably and wouldn't it, leave the house. And it's a combination also. And, you know, you've got to have the work through the hard yards of that five first five years getting your citizenship. Mm -hmm. All of that just complicates matters, right? It will be difficult. It yeah. I think post-COVID, you, you'll, you'll prices... probably find it. You you've obviously Sorry. Still got, you've obviously still got family in South Africa. Um, it'll yeah. probably be easier for you to get them to come visit you than the other way around. It is. Yeah. Yeah. There's four of us who have to go over. 
yeah. whereas getting them to come here it's uh, a lot easier and post covid the prices are just ridiculous yeah this reminds me i do a lot of these meetings uh, i have uh, I, I work at a zoo and we're designing a elephant exhibit with in collaboration with a guy that works at dublin zoo so this is normally my jam is talking to wow. people yeah talking to people in dublin about other stuff elephants normally That's... not about deadpool but anyway <laughs> That's amazing, but how did you get into that? And I know I'm oh, sorry, like, oh no, I've been a, I'm in the zoo industry for like three or four decades now. So, uh, yes, yeah, so I've been trying to get back. Stuff. I've been trying to get backstage passes from him since the day I met him. Yeah. Oh bullshit! You freaking, we've done some cool stuff. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> that, it's where, really where, cool. where, where the orangutans have their masks off and they're just all sitting there with a beer, yeah, a cigarette in their mouth. <laughs> Going hard day at the office, Frank. Hell yeah. It's such a hard crowd today. Is <laughs> that what you studied, Ben? Uh, <laughs> oh no, no, literally like like literally a, a zookeeper for uh twenty-five years and now I'm I basically do zoo projects. So um Wow. Yeah. Yep. We're relocating ten elephants from Melbourne Zoo out to Werribee Open Range Zoo, which is about uh twenty Ks up the road. Yeah. So we're okay. Started building out there, but we uh, we've got a large international team of colleagues, of which one the mainstay is a a gentleman by the name of Jerry Crichton who hails from um, Dublin Zoo. He he ran the elephant uh, the elephant program at Dublin Zoo for a long time. He still you know pops in there from time to time. Anyway, so amazing, yeah, okay, yeah, can you imagine it's good, uh, so what. <laughs> Oh, oh, Deadpool. Okay, but... We're talking about Deadpool, <laughs> aren't we? And electricity in a bottle. How do you send electricity <laughs> to South Africa? <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, no, I, just, I think at the moment it's just a really tough market at the moment to yeah. buy comics or send comics. Um, yeah. And... So, yeah, you, you were talking about um, trying to get your stuff over. So, when you were shipping comics over and stuff, right? Yeah. Um... When I was bringing my collection over, yeah. that was just over a 20 foot container. Full yeah. of comics and and statues, so it yeah. was um, about twenty six thousand comics. Damn, it's a shitload that of bubble wrap. Over, <laughs> yeah. a lot of bubble uh, wrap. No, amazing. I bought those um, BCW the black bins. Yeah, they're, yeah, like, yeah. They're the hard, the hard cases. Yeah, so you just stacked and them. And then I wrapped. Yeah, I stacked them, but I wrapped them also so they wouldn't get broken. Yeah, and um, yeah, put them on a shipping container. Like yeah. So how does that work when you move country like that? Because obviously there's a significant value to this stuff. So you know it. This is gonna. This will kill people if they hear it. But um, I didn't put any insurance on it. So so it's first off, do it at risk because uh, it costs so much already, right? Yeah, I think there was. Well, we got a relocation, full relocation, you know, through my wife's company, and that was amazing. Um, but I couldn't move it over when we originally got here because I wouldn't know where to put it. We had to rent a place. So I then said, okay, let's just put a pin in this. I will store it for a year until we've hopefully found a house and um, and pack it up and leave it. And then when I'm ready, just I'll, I'll pay for it. I'll bring it all over. And we did. And the scary part was it was just ridiculous because it was 
during the time when they were breaking into the shipping containers and uh, looting them yeah. and breaking into the shipping yards and there were the riots in South Africa. And I didn't know, like I was so scared that if I declared a value to it, yeah, yeah, targeted, people would, yeah. they, they, they would, they would, someone would tell someone else, you yeah. know, this mm. is how much, yeah. and um, it would have gotten, they would have broken. I mean, it's it's of no value to any normal person out there. Mm-hmm. None of this stuff. I mean, it, yeah. essentially yeah. toys. And you can't yeah, you can't get it at the the pawn shop, right? <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So so go to cash converters in Joburg, and there's just half of it's dead They're buying your own shit back. <laughs> yeah. So, I was so going to say cash I, converters. I, I just can't remember if South Africa has cash, well, cash converters. Yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do. Okay. Yeah, yeah, the uh, the thing is that I'd like to. There's so many, so many things we could just sort of delve into to do deep dive in. Do you have a favorite thing? You know, like, like so many people, like, is, is it all just lost in this huge collection, or is there no. some, is there some grail piece that you just, you know, you're like, oh, I do. Is I it do. Ryan so... Reynolds' DNA on a napkin? Yes. No, <laughs> but when he comes here, do you know? Yes, you hold him down and start plucking hair out of his head. Um, Shake his head. He goes, "Ouch!" Was it uh, nothing to worry? Um, actually, it's the original sideshow. Um, and I don't know if I can pick up my my PC and take you there. No, um, but it's it, it's the sideshow with him holding a rubber chicken. So the one and four scale premium format. Yeah. And it came out oh, years and years ago, but I couldn't get it in South Africa. And I've, I tried and even shipping was a problem. So I got them to send it to my aunt who lived in Houston and she's a really small woman. So for her to be lugging the, the 16 kg yeah. box um, with her on the plane, Oh and then God. off the plane and around, and she had like two two stopovers to get back to South Africa. I think it holds that sentimental value because she arrived with this box. <laughs> it, it's amazing that it isn't the most defined piece, or you know, when you actually look at the statue, it pales in comparison to the stuff now. Mm. But it has a special like significance for me, yeah, and that would make it. Yeah, my favorite. Oh, that's cool. piece. I, I think a lot of people, you, especially non-collectors, mistake favorite for like most valuable or rarest. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not. Yeah. It, sometimes it's neither. It's just you. You've got you know, You've got a memory that attached to it, or you've got um, some significance that goes beyond value and cost or something like that, right? Um, yeah. the, but the side the sideshow collectible statues are amazing. I've got the Wolverine Hulk one. And yeah. I've got it in my walkway between the room and the kitchen and everything. And every day when I walk past it, I'm like, oh, it's fucking beautiful. It's just beautiful. Mm. That's awesome. I put it onto Lazy Susan. So I I love the Sideshow versus statues. So I, and again, my OCD, I've bought every single Sideshow versus Marvel statue. Oh, really? Come out from, mm-hmm. yeah, from Sabretooth Wolverine, which is the first yeah. one, all the way through till now um and then i've also bought every kotapakia fine arts statue they they take up a lot of space though like i can turn the camera around and show you like i absolutely love them because they're all one and six scale yeah Um, yeah oh they look must look amazing together 
They do. Yeah. I'll so send so you once, pictures, I yeah. Suppose. So once I've edited the podcast and published it, I would love some photos to accompany it, so that we can tell that story, awesome. right? And people have the yeah. visuals too. Yeah. So it'd be amazing. Okay, cool. So, so I haven't put the sideshow versus statues up here. There was yeah. just no space. Yeah. Um, but I put I put lots of the um Kospiker fine arts. Yeah. Because okay. uh, yeah. I, I, it tells a nice story like when people walk in. So the cool part about this collection is that I've put QR codes on every cabinet and then as people come in, they can use their phone and then either I'll pop up as a video and talk them through each piece. Um, that That's amazing, man. That's so by, much effort. Eric Sosa, how many it's limited to. It's yeah. made out of cold cast porcelain, hand-painted. And I, I think I'm a lot more... When I start talking about the statues, like my passion comes out and I can yeah. talk about the story of Thanos and Deadpool and how he stole Mistress Death. And yeah, yeah. Um, I can tell those like different stories of even depending on my audience. If it's a little kid, I won't tell him about Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe and how he kills Spider-Man. Yeah, but I yeah. might tell him um, a different story yeah, um, yeah. about Deadpool. Um. And then how each of those characters have kind of interacted with Deadpool along the way. So I've got yeah. Avengers in the one place. I've got some X-Men in another. And I've got some Spider-Man, Venom and Carnage. So when people start talking cause about them, then I'll go, okay, cool. But this is how he met they Deadpool. Relate and this yeah, is where they, yeah. and the comic that they were in together, what happened. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so yeah, the, the QR codes will then tell you, every character um, in each case or what, who did the statue, whether it was um, Hot Toys or Gentle Giant or whoever, just to give context and be a slightly more um, virtual, I'm trying to think of the word now. Yeah, virtual tour guide, basically. Yeah, like a tour guide. But interactive. Um, yeah, <laughs> I can't think of the word now. Like a, a curator. So if yeah, I was yeah, like yeah, virtual yeah, yeah, to, to, to give the story why I put those statues yeah. in there together, yeah. and then I've done little things like jokes all around the cave, like like the Marvel movies, uh, with deep cut references and Easter eggs hidden all around the place. So uh, there's fourth wall jokes. Yeah, there yeah. are hidden like there's a Deadpool's hidden chimichanga. There are like baby Deadpool. So each cabinet, you would find some type of joke that I've kind of tried to do in the same style of the the Marvel movies and yeah. kind of who Deadpool would be, whether yeah, he's yeah. laughing at Taskmaster or yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Man. Whenever you go to uh, the see, comics, see Ben, this is what you Ben, this is what you uh, could be if you applied yourself. I don't apply myself. <laughs> Clearly, I've got I've got very little left for anyone these days, man. <laughs> but, so uh, that's a, that's yeah. a shit out of dedication. If you if you ask me, the time and effort, and obviously it's your passion, so you don't take that into account. But it takes hours, and uh, you know, not just to collect everything, but to 
curated to that point where people come in there and it's an attraction and they talk. Well, there's an entropic premise to this, man. There's an entropic premise Nev. We, we're speaking to the world's largest dead ball collector. Yeah. So there's going to be a fair amount of obsession there, isn't there? You know, you don't, you don't accidentally <laughs> yeah. become the world's biggest dead ball collector. You don't wake well, up I think go, if you, if it was amazing. I think it was amazing going through. Sorry, sorry, Ben. When, when I was setting everything up, when I took everything out and of of the original cave and moved it up here, I fell in love with all of it again. Yeah, and yeah. it was crazy because you get to see it, there is yeah. just so much. I often forget what there is, and then when you're setting each little bust up and you're putting it next to something else, you're going, oh, "I remember when I bought that," or oh, "I can't believe I paid that." Like yeah. the one thing that always kills me is I bought the NECA half scale Deadpool, um, which is probably like my my biggest regret in buying. Obviously, I had to have it for the collection. Yeah, but it's just one giant crappy piece of plastic. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And NECA generally does the most amazing phenomenal yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, like yeah. the the fourth, the one and four scales. I got all of them. The mm. and I mean literally all of them. And then they came out with the half scale. I mean, this has to be amazing. I mean, it's a half scale. And just, there's no attention to detail. They haven't put like holes in his back to put the sword holder in. Uh, there's yeah. no articulation. But they did it a little bit. It was just cheap, like, eh? yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just going, hey, it's $700. Whichever yeah. idiot's going to pay that for it. Or yeah. 750 there we go. Some completionist somewhere. Hey, but this is half. This is what I was talking about earlier. You know, as far as this story goes, I mean, Deadpool is the key, and you're the lock. You're half of this story. You know what I mean? Your your passion for it and how much energy you put into it. Um, and I think it's a beautiful thing. You know, that that this is Thank the you. end result. This is the end result. Um, and you know, there's there's plenty of people who have a lot of a lot of Deadpool Deadpool stuff, but. You're one of the handful of people that this means so much to, you know. And I yeah. think that's um. That's, I would that's say as well. There's a Deadpool Legion. If you look at the the turnout in, in you mm. know when when they have the cosplayers <laughs> all hanging out with Rob Liefeld and there's like hundred of them mm. in Deadpool. That, yeah. Deadpool's got a strong fan base. If, if, yeah, if we yeah. look at you got the Golden Age keys, mm. you know, the Supermans, the Batmans. You've got the Silver Age keys, which is Fantastic Four and Spider Man, blah blah blah, Bronze Age. And then the Copper Age, and this is number at least number one of Copper Age, right? There's nothing that's going to be Deadpool. In, mm-hmm. It's like Deadpool and Harlequin is really the neck and neck Bronze Age or Copper Age characters that that's yep. made it through into like pop culture yeah. and social media. And every everybody knows who they are and people dress as them and watch the shows and watch the cartoons and buy the comics mm-hmm. and everything. So I think, yeah, that's amazing. Um, I've got two questions Tell for you. Me. How, how many... How many New Mutants 98s do you own? Uh, five. I think <laughs> six, five or six. Because I've got, I think I've got four Raws and no. Seven. You know what he's four doing is he's looking up. He's looking up. I know he's visualized. Four, I haven't got yeah, them yeah. right here. I've got, I think I've got. He's I've literally in, counting his visualizing got, them on the wall I've somewhere. got four Raws <laughs> and then three CGCs. Uh, so okay. the three CGCs are signed by different people. Like the one is signed by like all of them. Then yeah. there's one signed by Stanley, and then so yeah. What did did Chris Clement have anything to do with it? Because I've seen copies signed by Chris Clement, and I'm like, really? why? Yeah, 
Oh no, I and don't. I was like, no, no, not as he far was as in I the know. room at the time, Neville. They go to sign this for you. Yeah, I, I know, suppose I, it's I, the I same as Stanley. Yeah, but it's weird, man. I mean, he, he was just and and I've seen obviously Walt Simonson has something to do with um, Cable, which is a year earlier. But I've seen Chris Claremont, and and I, I'm I'm very sure he's had co-credits or something for Deadpool at one stage, and I was like, I would contest Maybe. that. Oh, uh, I, I I don't know. I would, um, and I've actually got a copy of, um, well, a reprint. So when people come in, I've got um, Deadpool Classic number one, so I can show them um, New Mutants '98. I can just open up the graphic novel and show them what he looked like in the first panel and who he was. So I'll, the credits will be in there. Yeah. But yeah. I, I don't know. I didn't know that he was. Involved. Oh, look, I'm, I could be very wrong. It's just something that I saw signed and I felt, thought that was really, really odd. And uh, I think, no, so, 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 sorry, just Wikipedia. It. So Cable is co created by Chris Clement. So maybe I'd yeah. And, and Louis Simonson. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Got it. I'm going to nod as if that means something to me, Neville. But anyway, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Well, I haven't explained them. I'm I'm the the exposition guy. I'm the guy that knows nothing about any of this shit that tries to keep up. Anyway, I, no judgment here. Do you have Do you have your own Deadpool cosplay? I. It's not a great cosplay. I do. I do. Yeah. Um, I think it was the. But Rudy the guys was... that do the, the guys that do that do that you know really really well like but exactly. you've got that you've got that that breadth there that spectrum when you go to when you go to a con there's the dodgy dig pool and there's the the awesome for the latest cons i have dressed up as gambit constantine mm. yeah, i've seen your gambit this, i think oh yeah thanks mm. uh I, I was really happy with that one and then this this april or no this august i'll be going as black adam so okay. i'm going to do a whole like led lighting yeah. inside the costume oh, really? for his sweet uh, yeah for the well that's going to take different. a bit of uh that's going to take some carb no, deficiency it, over it, a yeah. month <laughs> yeah. like you you just beef anyway man like oh uh, no it's it's uh i'm trying, I'm trying. <laughs> covid covid wasn't wasn't helpful yeah, yeah. and yeah. getting out of the gym but i think it's more these guys, I had a Marty Mack, who is a cosplayer who came down from Northern Ireland mm. for our opening, and he shot a lot of videos for us. And his costume was over three k, wow. just yeah. for his costume. I yeah, mean, you, you he, do see, he takes it seriously. The yeah, thing I, is, that you know, you know, you know, that it's got a decent fan base if you've got those those triple A cosplay houses that will support it. They'll sell, they'll sell you a screen accurate. You know, yeah. it's not something yeah. you have to make For yourself. Five k or something, yeah, yeah. Send them your measurements, yeah. type of thing. Yeah, yep, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've seen that at San Diego Comic Con. You, you have you been to any of the American conventions? I haven't. I haven't. Yeah. My wife's off to Vegas and Seattle now, and I'm so jealous. I saw you at uh, SDCC. Yeah, um, I've, I've been eight times now, man, and. Every time wow. I go, you you're blown away by the level of cosplay. There are people who just do it for a living. They go from convention to convention across the countries, and they just cos show off their costumes and their skills. Yeah, in, and the trouble is, right, making. is that 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 prior to to doing a lot of cons myself, right, is that I looked at you know uh, San Diego Comic Con, and and that that was the bar in which I set my cosplay expectations. Now, when I turn up to a <laughs> local con. <laughs> <laughs> 
dis- um, can, uh, can I say I'm disappointed by that? Oh, you, uh, you can, you can. I mean, it's um, the, uh, you, you can know, say, you, you but can I think this, right? in the same in the same breath, though, those are the people who That's might the one mecca. day, yeah, they, they they might one day, yeah, get there because everyone starts somewhere. Like yeah. Yeah, everyone's yeah. first cos- cosplay, even mm. the, these amazing cosplayers, their first ones when they look back were yeah. pretty crappy. I yeah. mean. They drew oh, unless it's just loaded, absolutely loaded with money, oh. and you go buy the five year old oh, yeah. one or ten. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. You just have to know to me that I'm, I'm my 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 default is to take the piss out of everything. Oh no, <laughs> no of course, man. I, I get it. Like I live an island. That's what people do for a living. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. See, I've realized over the past I'm hour, amazed. Gareth is just way too nice to be South African. That's why he left. Yeah, yeah. They, they said, look, your your asshole value has slipped significantly, Gareth. So, so what? Leave the country. <laughs> so, what year were you in Boys High? Just by the way, I know I'm just changing subject. Ninety nine. Ninety nine. Do you know Wagner could see I think he was yeah. ninety nine. Yeah. 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 Oh, uh, please, dude. Come on, are we going to be breaking it? Yeah, oh, no. we'd know. We'd know. We'd know lots of the same people. <laughs> yeah. From years older than me and. Leonard, uh, Leonard Ocomp and Wagner could yep. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they, um... yeah. They were a year, year older because I played rugby with them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you sappers so... and your rugby. Rugby and Biltong, whatever. Oh, How do you man, find good Biltong in? <laughs> I would kill for Biltong yeah. right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we've got in Point Cook, the suburb where we live in, there's so many South Africans. We've got dallies that sell Biltong, yeah. like two or three. It's all beef, though. And yeah, and Burvos. The, even the yeah. Vietnamese butcher makes Burvos because the South African trained them to do it. <laughs> and they're like, yep, wow. we're gonna cash in it. So they make me jalapeno burvos. Like buy yeah. two. The wow. trouble is that, like like the biltong is all just beef and stuff like that. Like I I I, I had to euthanize a uh an Eland at work, you know, an Eland, the great yeah, Eland. yeah. And of course it just what, what did he do? Reenact a choke or <laughs> no, no, no! I won't go into the gory details, but it, it was a medical euthanasia, you know, on okay. welfare issues. But then you see this <laughs> cadaver that uh, you know you can't use. That there's just such a shame, you know, of um, potential built. Could have been good. Could have been good built on. Yeah, <laughs> could have been awesome built on. Yeah. So, what did you feed it to the animals? No, 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 no. This stuff is just disposed of. It actually went to the vet school in order to diagnose the condition that it had. Um, yeah. so the, vet, the vet, vet school, school is probably what ten minutes away from you. Yeah, I'm not even. Yeah, yeah not yeah. even. So, so we send it there. I think the the issue was just you know, like making sure that we had a, a rock solid diagnosis of what the condition was, so that uh, you know. Because half the thing, you don't want to know what you don't know. So you want to know what you don't know. Does that make sense? Yes. In terms of, yeah, uh, yeah, completely. of animal illnesses. Yeah. So we did that. You don't um, want other animals getting the same. Yes. Something. And then you sort of clear it. No, this was all good. No, it's fine. It's, it was unavoidable. But anyway, um, yeah, basically the whole um, philosophy is the, of the zoo is that you 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 don't eat the animals that you care for. It's a, pretty, okay. it's a fairly it's a fairly like on the on the hierarchy of things. Not That's frowned upon. Animals, <laughs> not eating the animals that you care for is fairly high up there. So, <laughs> but wow. um yeah the, 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 the I'm a man of frugal nature and, and it does seem like a waste at times. However, yeah. Yeah. All right. So yeah. so I think 
the 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 thing is i'm still trying to every month i add to this collection like yeah i was just gonna say like it takes up a lot of space though man it's not like comics where you can pack flat back them in boxes like you 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 say your your wife is very open-minded and considered but sooner or later there's gonna be statues in every room of the house and Oh no, I did a huge statue clear out when we left and now I've I've left with the stuff I really love. Yeah. Um, Because one day you're gonna be in your your, uh, Gareth cave and you're just gonna hear the door lock behind you. I I keep on thinking of this like, you know, this dichotomous key for again the world's biggest Deadpool collector, you know, has to have a reasonable income, right? A level of obsession, a really, a really, really um understanding wife. <laughs> it's, yeah. That's probably yeah. A, a, in the top three of conditions that you need to achieve your state of of of, of notoriety in the collecting community, at least, is that an understanding partner goes a long way. And I can say that with Neville as well, because yeah. like you know, Again, but but Alana I think it's sim- it's it. it's similar to you, Gareth. I think Alana's been on that journey with me long enough to get it. She understands what it's about. Yeah. It creeps into our entire house, and she's fine with it. And in fact, her her BCW box is permanently in our living room, filled with Star Wars comics and Alias comics and shit that she reads. And um, Epic. she bought herself a Hulk one eighty one four months five months ago. So, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so she's part of the pack now. Um, at the very least, we are both to blame for for uh clutter and and build up in the house. Um, she does lots of Lego too that I don't. So she builds oh. uh Lego sets and stuff. And she's a gamer, which I'm not. I I tend to play, but I like playing um old old school stuff. So arcade type stuff, right? Um, yeah. So yeah. Um, at the very least, there, you know, from a partner perspective, we both have our things, and it kind of takes over the over the, over the house. I think when our, we're all of that age now, where you've got friends friends with kids, and the kids come in, and it's like, you know, they it's they they use the house like a tour. It goes from that cabinet to that cabinet, mm-hmm. and that cabinet, yeah. and look at this, and check that out, and um, which is great because I mean, most of them leave inspired, and they all start their own little collections and buy their mm-hmm. own things. As opposed no, no, to either, me, either, either, either. all of my shit is pushed into the study. There's this line of, <laughs> it's like, I'm like Moldova. I've got this little, no, not even Moldova, who am I kidding? It's like Vatican City. Liechtenstein, Liechtenstein. Isn't Liechtenstein like a 30-kilometer country? Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Just the study, man. You know, none of this shit shall pass the border. <laughs> well, that's how I feel. You know what? You say what you will. And my wife has made it quite clear that yeah. I can have the man cave and she can have the rest of the house. So yeah. I'm okay with that. It's okay with like, that. I was... It generally doesn't, but the funny part is the stuff will creep in through my son because mm-hmm. when I buy an action figure, yeah. I'll buy one for me and one for him. Yeah, of yeah. the same one because mm-hmm. you know if it's a Funko Pop or if it's yeah, a, yeah. a really cool mm-hmm. Deadpool action figure, he's gonna want to play with it and pose it and have mm-hmm. him have fights with someone else. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we'll end up playing together and having fights and enjoying that. Yeah. but I won't. Obviously, all my action figures stay in box. Yeah, you'll stay in the boxes. Either um, way. Yeah. So then you'll see, 
like Marvel squaddies lying all over the table, like in this epic. <laughs> and you're like, it's not mine, but you're playing with it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, so Liam's got uh, Silver Surfer here, but and and teamed up with Human Torch, and then at the bottom you see like the bad guys, and yeah. So I love it. Um, yeah. So That's no, I, I I can go. Hey, it's not mine. You can't. You can't blame me. <laughs> Yeah, that's, uh, that's amazing, man. Is there is there any Deadpool or or yes? Let's keep it Deadpool wise. Is there anything that you despise that you dislike that you've collected and you're like, I hate it, and it's not the quality or 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 uh, the, would the just be that that just, just that the NECA one? What, half yeah. half scale. It yeah. just it burnt me because I said to my wife, it's so expensive. I don't yeah. know if I should do it. And she was like, do you really need it? Yeah. And I went, no. And I decided to pull the trigger anyway because I thought it's a half scale. It's going to look amazing. And then when I got it, I was just, I was so disappointed. It really broke my heart that it's also like, it, it, one, it feels like a waste of money. And two, it was more like they were taking the piss. Yeah. Like with, yeah, as a collector, it's, a it's yeah, you 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 expecting you've spent a lot of money and you open this box expecting to see something really good and value yeah. and it's so Nick could do a lot of good good sort of um, weapons props and stuff like that, but I wouldn't put them. I I think small scale kind of yeah. um, uh, figurines they they're great um, up until like eighteen inch stuff and that, but. Um, yeah, certainly, sort of the realms of sideshow and stuff like that are just where all. Yeah, the they probably can't compete with that. Right, no, 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 absolutely. And it's not. amazing because um, sideshow now are relatively reasonably priced compared to your Prime One Studios and XM Studios, mm-hmm. and I mean Queen Studios, who who are doing things that are in the thousands. You know, each statue you're looking at. Two and a half thousand per statue. Yeah, yeah. it's funny uh, that you, you think, serious money. Yeah, I wonder. Big man. Because like I like I, I see a lot of the guys doing sculpting online. You know, um, I like on YouTube and stuff like that. And kind of when I think of commissions, I think of drawings. But surely there's commissions yeah. for. Yeah, for I've seen. I've oh, seen you know? amazing are... fucking statues. I've seen amazing commissions. They are, and and they are. I agree with you. They're amazing. Only problem for me is that I can't. I have to balance like what my spend and if it's going to go into the collection. And there's nothing in the cave that is uh, not licensed by Marvel. Yeah. So any custom commission. So you don't have bootleg stuff. No bootlegs. No. Mm. No. 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 So I mean, and there are a couple of bootleg things that. Friends have brought over like a little block Lego kind of thing. Or custom. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they'll be here purely because the friend gave it to me. Yeah. As opposed to um, Lars Nielsen uh, from Altered State in South Africa. He made paperweights like a Deadpool head. Only 10 of them. And just because, you know, I like him. I've known it for years. uh, I've got it in the cave. But obviously it's not for the collection. So there's nothing bootleg. Yeah. In the in the collection, yeah. what I um I I've got it out of it years ago now because uh, my wife made me. <laughs> I used to do, <laughs> I used to do <laughs> pinballs and arcades, which takes up a lot of real estate in the house. A wow. lot of real estate, 
But obviously, there's the Deadpool pinball, Stern pinball. Yes. And you've ever thought of it? It's a lot of coin now as well. If you're not a pinhead, you know. I know. And I've, I've, I've joined a group recently, which was just purely for people who have the Deadpool, the Deadpool pinball game yeah. and how they've modified it. And yeah. no, so I've never seen it uh, available for me to get. Um, and well, certainly not in South Africa. Uh, yeah. To have it shipped over, I'm guessing would would be ridiculous. I think if it ever came up anywhere locally, or you know, possibly UK or somewhere where I could get it, um, and it wasn't going to bankrupt me, I yes, I probably would get it. Yeah. Uh, that being said, I was never great at pinball. <laughs> like mm-hmm. every time I played, I was like, I was never yeah, you know, yeah. the whole fluffer mm-hmm. thing. I sucked. So. Um, I think it'll be a great addition. My son would love to play it. Yeah. Um, yep. But no, unfortunately, I do not have one of those. Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. Something to, um, something to, something to target. Target. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's a bit do you, do you have any one. immediate goals of what you want to buy, or are you just looking at the market as things come out at the moment? I try and as they come out, I pre order them. So whether they're two years in advance, I will pre-order and especially for the biggest stuff really um so i was sad that the iron kite studios lady deadpool and Dogpool was cancelled because that looked like a beautiful statue i think they were only going to make 100 199 or 150 of them yeah. but that obviously they didn't have 150 people who wanted it so it never went to production but xm studios is now doing uh lady deadpool with Headpool, and then a companion piece to that, which was released, I think, a week ago, which is Kidpool and Dog. So I will have the whole collection as one giant set yeah. um, of the mm. Deadpool core, yeah. um, and I'm really excited about that. So right. is it with a certain amount of chagrin you see a new Deadpool movie coming out? You, can, you think, oh, shit, there's going to be so much stuff I have to buy after this, you know? That's exactly how I feel. Because uh, yeah. there's going to be a movie accurate Wolverine, I... Wolverine slash Deadpool statue, probably right. Mm. Oh, there'll be so, oh, much. so hot toys. And, uh, hot toys will bring out like four different figures, and then yeah. statues, and then I'm every country. I can't buy those, but they're beautiful. Yeah, mm. but every country would then come out with Japan. I know it will come out with exclusive stuff, and yeah. then there'll be countries in Europe who have their exclusives and. So I'll I, I'll buy what my budget allows me to buy. Yeah, 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 and then hunt the rest as you go, I guess. Hopefully, it's <laughs> you're just staying a a dead pull ahead of your New York nemesis. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, but I'm guessing that that the as nice as the number one Deadpool collector title in the world is for you. It, it, it's it's symptomatic of your condition. It's not the reason. <laughs> it's not the other way around. It. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 I didn't. I didn't do it for that. I yeah. think I'm That's hoping this can do some good. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I, yeah. I, I'm really happy. No, it's good, um, man. And the fact that you're so yeah. conscious and, and you you're supporting the charities mm. and everything. Yeah. Just proves yeah. that you you are too nice a person, and we shouldn't be talking to you. 
I don't know why we're talking to him. It's far too nice for us. Far <laughs> from us. No, I think I've. Uh... I, need, I need you just to be a little bit of an asshole before you. Leave. <laughs> we got we got three minutes. Just you're gonna be an asshole once. <laughs> well, that's that's no, a I'm good joking. place to leave it. Yeah, no, no, I, I should be more. No, listen, I I think I've grown a lot having kids, being that dad, and I'm I think I'm really blessed. I think at the end of the day, oh man, you love doing it. That's, a, that's part of it, right? This, You're living a dream. Yeah, yeah. it is. Um, you know what? I I have a roof over my head. I have good food on the table. I've got a family who loves me. Nothing else really matters. If that ship went you're, down, you're way too well. Or if my container, us. no, if if no. if that container had to go down and I lost all of this, at the end of the day, you would have just started again. You would have just started again. Yeah. yeah. Kind of, and then find find something else. But I, I looking around at the world in its current state, I have to be really grateful that I can just be sitting here talking to you guys. Yeah, that I can have this. That I can be drinking a monster. Yeah, yeah. So I hear you, man. um, I hear you, man. We could be we could be in a trench in Ukraine somewhere. You know what I mean? Exactly. of, Of of how random the sort of you know you you end up with your loss in life, and when it's freaking good. Which I think we can all agree that all of our positions yeah. are pretty. On yeah. reflection, <laughs> what a lot of other people deal with, we're we're pretty well set up, you know. Yeah, we should be yeah. eternally thankful. I, I I hear you. I hear you, man. Yeah. So to wrap it up, where you've got your own show too on YouTube and stuff. Do you want to? Uh, I do. Tell us where where we can find that. It's Gaz's Comic Cave on YouTube, and I've loaded a new episode today. It's just 10 minutes, five, 10 minutes, me talking about the latest news stories of the week, like a roundup yeah. of stuff. Oh, that's cool. Because I, I love staying up to date with the comic stories. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a little bit of that. Um, that's awesome. And comic spec. And then Instagram, Twitter, what, you know, uh, all uh, the social media so channels. What, what are you on Instagram? Everything. All of them. No, what Gaz's are you on comic Gaz, Gaz's comic cave. Yeah, it's all Gaz's comic cave. I will send some links down in the uh, description Thank you. as well. Yeah. 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 I appreciate that. All right. Thanks a lot for joining us, man. Really, really appreciate it. I'm going to do Thanks for having me on the show. No, it's a pleasure, man. It's Have a great really, Sunday. Really Go get another Red Bull in you. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, guys. Thank you. Cheers, man. Bye. Have a great day. And that is a wrap. Thanks again for listening. I'm going to leave you guys with Mars by Torrential Thrill. Have a ball. Enjoy. And as always, Provide a review, subscribe, follow, and provide us feedback. We'd love it. Thanks, guys.